Hello friends, my name is James Hawkins Jones, and as always I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alessino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hawkins Jones. On this show we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Parlay Welcome to another episode of Parlay Vu, everybody. Got Brian Castiglione, Anthony Alessino, and I'm James Hockenjoes. Jack, not here, attending bar over at Top Golf. We said we were going to discuss it. We'll do it right at the top of the show. America was eliminated in the round of 16 in the World Cup. I'll tell you right now, I watched the entire game. They, like, largely dominated that game. America. No. Yes, dude. No. Watch they largely. I watched the same fucking. They game. largely dominated most of that first game, other than the two possessions. They had like two scoring chances and two goals in the first half. Who? Uh, the no. Netherlands. They had exactly two chances and converted yes. both of them. It was bad. Yeah. Bad defense they in the transition. Way faster than and I don't know. I don't. There was. I'm not a soccer expert, but I have watched <laughs> hours and hours of soccer growing up. My brother was a fairly good soccer player. Yeah, 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 watched yeah. a bunch of it. I'm not gonna go calling specific guys out, but I just feel like there was no sense of urgency once we got in within like the the outer box. You know what I'm saying? Like there were chances, and I felt like there wasn't a sense of urgency to get the ball over the middle a lot early in that game. Yeah. And then Pulisic missed a, like a as good of a chance as you're gonna get in like the fifth First minute. Fifth minute yeah. 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 So we're out. Uh, it was good to get there. Yeah, we're out. Okay. Probably not gonna watch much more of it unless you know we might gamble on some of it later on. By the time we get to the championship, what? I'm not gonna watch any of it. I might watch the championship. I'm all set. The final round, whatever it is. I'm all set. Last night I needed Alvin Kamara to get uh, five point four points and he didn't do it. Oh outrageous stuff but that's it that's all that i watched exactly two snaps of the game last night the last the last two or zero snaps well i got up not worth a fucking damn i got up to get a glass of water and my dad was like you watching this tom's about to win this fucking game and the last i saw the score was 16-3 so i was like of course he is let me go watch this and i watched two snaps tommy won it and then i went to bed i watched monday night raw last night i don't watch that either Mostly by nine. Love that, dude. You were well rested for your great day you had at work today. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I needed little did I know I was gonna need the rest. But anyway. <laughs> so we thought we had breaking news right before we entered the studio. Turns out it is not yet breaking news, so we cannot include Aaron Judge just yet. But Jacob deGrom, scumbag for life. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. You know what I mean? I will say this. Verlander being a Met is pretty cool because Verlander and his hot wife, Kate Upton, Upton, she flipped off him and her, flipped off Philly fans walking off the bus in the World Series. And that's the kind of energy that New Yorkers bring. So I really feel like he's going to slide in real real well. He'll be good. He'll be good here. Yeah, he's uh, 39 years old. He's getting paid almost $88 million. $4 million a year. Over- Forty-four point three, because one of the, I want to say Pirates, but it could not be the Pirates. I, athletics possibly, could have been the Athletics. Total total salary forty-four point four, 
and then Verlander and um, Scherzer each individually forty four point three. Uncle Steve's bringing the checkbook, yeah, dude. dude. Whatever. When you have a fucking tremendous checkbook, you got to write some tremendous checks. I don't know what to tell you. You know. He's got to sweep in at the fifth hour and get judged to Queens. That dude. would be dope, but he's not gonna do that. No, it would be dope. It would be dope. Hey, guys, didn't they sign a center fielder today? No, they didn't. They need to. Did the Yankees sign a center fielder today? Oh no. Someone signed the center fielder today. At least the guys at work who who love baseball that think I'm a diehard talk to me about baseball every day. I walk in from break, they're like, any news? I'm like, I wasn't looking for it. <laughs> Couldn't find yeah. any football. <laughs> like, now, Verlander's a great signing because for two years, dude, you pay him and then he retires. It's all good. $44 million off the books. So how do we round it out now? Pass it, we let go. You bring yeah, Carrasco? So right now. Carrasco's still on the team. Carrasco's so still there. there. So right now, it's, it's Scherzer, Lugo? Verlander. No, Scherzer, Verlander, Carrasco, Dave Peterson, and Tyler... Um, Miguel, Miguel, whatever. How you Tyler Miguel. Yeah, he's the one that threw the no header. Yeah, he was part of it. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Fangraphs has them ranked as the number one rotation in baseball. I don't think so. But I, I don't think, think so either. Five. I think the top five as it stands. If you can get Bassett back, you get Bassett back. If you could get, obviously, if you can get Carlos Rodon, that's that's the move. He's a lefty. Um, yeah, but you also need to bring Nemo back. I heard Nemo. I heard Nemo's walking. Done for good. And I think that they they said that the sides are getting too far apart, and so someone's going to offer Nimmo a hundred million dollars, and I think that's the icing on the cake there. Uh, he's thirty years old. The problem, I think he's turning thirty. The problem is center fielders. You know, if you're not young and spry, you, you know you can't move Marte there. He's thirty four years old, coming off a core injury, hasn't been healthy for quite some time. So, I don't know. My fear is that there's not much center field out there right now. So if they don't take Nimmo, they're going to start pressing themselves. So I would extend myself even if I had to overpay for Nimmo because there's not much else out there at center field. There isn't. And people are, you know, I mean, there's already been a billion dollars in deals in the MLB. Yeah, wild. A billion Trey Turner, three hundred million. And, and we didn't even talk about Judge or Dan B, Dansby Swanson or Alexander Bogarts, who are all gonna get two hundred plus. I mean, Radon might get one hundred fifty million. Well, Degrom one eighty five, yeah, five years, ridiculous. Crazy. And how old? Degrom's thirty four. Yeah. So thirty nine years old, you're gonna be paying. Yeah, him. but he's broken down. Yeah, Verlander's it's not broken. Down. Well, Verlander's pre- repaired. He got Tommy John two years ago. So in theory, I mean, I don't know what what it's, what it's worth, but he might might be able to go for, for a little bit. Who knows? Way more reliable. Only need him for two years. Over the last three years, way more reliable than Degrom. What's the best ability in sports? Playability. Availability. Same thing. Playability, <laughs> availability, the same thing. Anyway, here we go. Do you want to get like, super, neutrally, upset? About the Giants the first, or do you want to do the Jets? Um, I was going to mention Dillashaw. Oh, go ahead. oh, Dillashaw, yeah. Sorry. Brian, you had more of the story. Um, I, I only know it, what well, you told me. Honestly, I kind of – it was weird. So last night it popped up. Um, It said TJ Dillashaw removed from the roster because I follow the roster watch on Twitter. Yeah. So I was like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Sometimes they just no. get removed because of inactivity and stuff. So he got removed from the roster, and then he – 
someone released something on Twitter from his agent saying that he's not retiring. He's rehabbing his shoulder and it's going to be a very long rehab and he's coming back in a couple months. Mm -hmm. And then 20 minutes later, I get an alert. TJ Dillashaw retires. So I'm not sure if he was just retiring the whole time. If there was some weird in-between moment where he was like, no, I'll be back. And then just decided, fuck it. Or the news broke weird, but all in all, he's, he's what, what are we doing this for though? You know, like he's we know he's never going to be a champ again. No. You might want to. You might be able to go over to one fight club, and fight over there. Yeah. You might be able to go fight over in Bellator. Well, that's what I. Figured. But if I the figured. goal is to be the best of the best, it's never the door's been slammed shut on yeah. TJ repeatedly now, and when he was good, we have to question if he was blood doping. Was it blood doping? I'm not, or he, whatever he was doing. All I know is whatever he was doing was aiding recovery. I'm not exactly sure. It wasn't helping him build muscle. I think it might have been but, blood doping. But usually that, that is blood doping. Yeah. And. Cody said it about him, right? Yeah. yeah Cody, Cody said it about him before he got popped. He's like, there's no way. And then Cody came out and smoked him in the next fight, right? When he was clean. Am I remembering no, this correctly? No, Dillashaw beat him both times. Dillashaw but... beat him. So who smoked him after he came back from... I mean, um, Cejudo. Yes, Cejudo yeah. is the one who smoked so him after that. Yeah. I mean, but that's Cejudo. He's going to fuck up. That's so he was, my point is, for what? Like, what? What are we gonna still fight? What are we still fighting for? What is he? Thirty six, right. TJ. Thirty three. Thirty three. I looked it up yesterday. Yeah. Thirty three years old. I mean, if it money's not the issue because he's got any color commentating job, any desk job in the business that he wants. In twenty twenty two, he could start a fucking fighting podcast, start a non fighting podcast. Sorry, he's thirty six. And build thirty six. All right. And build an entire second career. Everyone's doing it now. I mean, would you not listen to TJ Dillashaw if he came out with the podcast? Plenty of people would listen to him. I love TJ. Yeah. I don't love him as a person. I'm not saying I wouldn't wouldn't listen to him. What does this mean? How does this make you feel? That's the real question. Um, I don't really care. I feel like the last... TJ Dillashaw's last three fights were him just looking like, all right. This might be it. Because like, it makes what, me what, angry. When is last week? you angry? Angry. Downright Why annoyed. Why does it make you angry? Downright annoyed. So let's do it this way. Knowing that his shoulder was hurt, knowing that it was popping out multiple times, knowing that he had this injury, knowing that it was going to be a surgery and a long recovery. Why take a world title fight? Knowing that this was your last run of things, knowing that all of that we know now, why... Why even do this? Why even run amok and, and do this and challenge Sterling and go through the whole the whole run of it for no reason? No reason other than knowing you're going to get the floor wiped with you. It was all about money. And that sucks for UFC fans. That does. That does. That sucks. Because Dillashaw I, was out for a while, jumped the line, coming back from steroids. Yes. Right? Yeah. Completely jumped the line to get annihilated. And yet you could say, well, he had one shoulder. Yeah, but he knew he had one shoulder. So there's no excuse. He knew he had one but, shoulder. Plus, he doesn't beat Aljamain. He doesn't beat there, Aljamain. There are people out there that thought he could beat Aljamain. He might have been able to beat Aljamain today in TJ's body from seven years ago. He might be able to beat yeah, Aljamain. Fine. No, yeah. that's fine. If but, we could do that, but play, play saying, like Mortal you, Kombat. You, you, you just took away... Like, I just... I don't... That's the one thing that bothers me about UFC. It's, it's not even the jumping of the, the rankings because I understand that no, that like, kind of bothers the, me. But the right. money needs to be made with the money. I, right. get, I, I get that. Like, I get all that. But, like, off steroids, off an injury, off an extended timeout, 
and we just give you you just get a title shot for what? Well, the division's weak too. I, I mean, Algerman's versed pretty much the top, and it's that were there. box like, office. Yeah, so. box office for but again for what? For one round, him saying sorry, 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 sorry at the end of it. I shouldn't have done this. Yeah, I shouldn't have taken this fight. I let the other. I let the division down. And guess what? What happens? Tell me what happens from that. It just backs up the division. Aljamain now takes a fight with another fighter who's n- ha- is not active. Zahudo. Yeah. Who's not active? Who hasn't fought? Who hasn't earned? Well, I mean, I, I mean, at some point he was earning the keep. But you know what I'm saying? So think about being like a top five fighter in that division, just sitting there like, what the fuck? Yeah. O'Malley. They're holding out, though. They're protecting Sean. They've been protecting Sean. Yeah, but now he's here. Dana White is long-term booking with Sean O'Malley. That is 100%. Yeah, it's long-term booking, to use a pro wrestling term. He's like, this is a cash. He's been protecting Sugar up until the Yon fight. He's been protecting him. And even I argued... That the Yon, that was the perfect time for him to fight Yon. Yeah, well, Coming, he could, you absolutely. Know? He's he supposed recover. to prove it fight. Yeah. But he could recover. Yeah, if he right. Lost. If you lose, then you say, oh, you jump too high. But the, come but back down to earth. Now and the problem is, Yon was coming off of a loss. Yeah. Now the problem is, yeah, what do you exactly. do? What do you do now? Right? So you, you're going to hold you're gonna hold Sugar Sean out until a title fight, which could be end of 2023, but that man's box office. So what do you do? You run him back with Marlo, Marlon Vera? Who almost beat? Well, beat him. He did. Yeah, beat he him. did beat him. But he beat him. But, like but, it or hated, but he could have beat. Like could have actually beat him. He yeah. beat him to an injury, which was good on on Vera. It wasn't. You know what I mean? It wasn't like but he was beat. He, he he checked the kick. You know yeah. what I mean? But at the same time, so you're gonna run it like like. It's, I just don't understand. It's just some things I just don't understand. I never will. Sometimes there's really good matches made. Kevin Holland versus Wonder Boy was a really really good matchmaking decision. Really, really good. Yeah. Because I don't think any of us view Holland as a title contender. I don't think Holland views himself as a title contender. But I think he's just trying to throw I'll sure shit watch him every time. Yeah, I fights. love Kevin Holland. He's the man. He's awesome. Yeah, he's the man. And I don't even know if I view Wonderboy as a title contender at this point. But it's... No, you know, but Wonderboy's so fun to watch. And he yeah. gets just such a bad rep with casuals over the three straight fights. Was it him three straight fights? Or he was in two of them. It was Ty Woodley's three straight boring fights. But two of them were Wonderboy. Two were Wonderboy. Yeah, and then Wonderboy... No, the one, it was Damian Maya. Yeah, who's a wrestling specialist. Wait, so that was, was against Tyron Woodley. I'm talking Ty Woodley had three straight boring yeah, yeah, fights yeah, yeah. and two of them were Wonderboy. Wonderboy. Wonderboy and then, and then, but uh, people talk about Damian Wonderboy Maya. like he's boring based off of basically those two fights, really. And it's like you weren't watching Wonder Boy in the race car era then, I guess. Like you know the NASCAR short yeah, era. Wonder Boy was always exciting. I am not sure, and this is what I think freaks the casuals out. I'm not sure what Wonder Boy. I know he feared the takedown, but like Woodley wasn't really trying to take him down throughout that fight. No, he was standing with him. It wasn't something. So I think that was the trepidation. Like had Woodley shot six, seven, eight times. I would have been like, oh, yeah, you, you know, you have, like, yeah, this is how you do this. You know what I mean? But one of those fights was so bad. Like, the, the minimal punches thrown. Wonder Boy's whole style is, like, make a mistake and I'm going to make you pay for it. It's karate. It's point fighting. Yeah, except point fighting karate. Except I'm throwing real hands. Yeah. You know what I mean? In karate, you get disqualified in the Olympics for throwing too hard. Yeah. So you throw for a point, but if you throw and hurt them, you can get disqualified. That's kind of crazy. It is. You know what I mean? And it's the same thing with I, I I believe it's the same thing with boxing, right? If you hurt in the them, Olympics? Yeah, you can't knock I don't them know. out. If you knock them out in the Olympics, you're you lose. Yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. 
Maybe. Could be wrong. I've got to fact check myself on that. But I think that's how it goes. And um, so that's that That's that thing. That's the, that's his fighting style. You know what I mean? I watch Kevin Holland 10 times out of 10. But, yeah. Dude, I'll, I'll still tune in every time Wonderboy fights until he retires. And he's like 40 now, right? He's not. A, he's no he's spring chicken. 40, but he's... I, how old's Wonderboy? I'll find out. You can knock people out. You, know? you can? Yeah. But you can't karate. Uh, I would assume karate seems more like it, you wouldn't be able to knock people out, I would think. Yeah, it's about the respect of the art. Right, you know? and I think it's more of like a more of a chess match, less of a fight sort of thing. When those sort of you know, that's it's obvious. Like, it's, wow. like, it's like when we used to play Kung Fu. Wonderboy is older than I. 41? Like 40, right? He is 39. 39. He turns 40 in February. Yeah, he's older. Nailed it with the age. He said the style is kickboxing, not buying it. Or I shouldn't say that. No, it's Kempo Karate. He's, no, he no, a... his style on, on Wikipedia, whoever did this. Right, but where look what's his what's his karate? Oh, team karate. Fifth degree black belt in Kempo, yeah. Yeah. First degree black belt in Jiu Jitsu. Which is weird. Like he I don't know. He's a black belt in Jiu Jitsu. Fifty eight no in kickboxing. Yeah, that's wild. But you know those fights, he he's looking to make a mis- uh, to catch you making a mistake, yeah. and Ty Woodley just said, "I'm not making that mistake." I'm not that guy, and that's I'm not that guy, know, pal. Unfortunately, it. how it went. Well, whatever. His style of fighting, his whole career, isn't really to go get it. I won't miss Dillashaw. Even peak Dillashaw for me, watching UFC was when like the whole Cody Gabbard and him, and I'm not even a big Cody fan, but I was riding Cody, like I was, I was, I was rooting for Cody. So it's. No. So it was weird. I definitely had TJ in that fight. Definitely not rooting for Cody. No, I'm yeah, not saying no I didn't have him. I said I wanted. I like. I thought Cody had more of uh, at that point star potential. If that makes sense. At that point, what was he? Twenty four. Yeah, he was young. He was young. He had, the, he had the fucking. He was. Those. Couple those couple small divisions, not so much because not so much featherweight because Volkanovski has star potential. But it's hard to find like legitimate star potential at 125, 135. Yeah. So you kind of like well, O'Malley. That's why O'Malley's even crazier because his star potential at that size. Think about that. You're they never got a star like that at a 135, and ne- just yeah. when they did, he retired. Cejudo. Just when they did, yeah. he retired. Now you might have it at a young kid in O'Malley, who's probably making as much money or more money outside of the sport yeah. than he is inside of it. Probably. He's a Conor McGregor at 135. You don't get you get stars at 185, at 170, at 205. To be fair though, Demetrius didn't have a lot of guys to fight. Right. Yeah, but they never tried. They like they Demetrius blew that so bad. Demetrius never really got like you need takes two to tango, right? Someone has to make a star. Like Yeah. It was just him I running guess. through the division. But you have to understand, and this is where I disagree a little bit. He fucked up Cejudo twice, yeah, and then lost the third one. But he he beat him, and then they fucking twice. traded him to one yeah. for Ben Askren, who showed and up, then, and then and fucking fuck what anyone has to say about Ben Askren. What he stepped up to the plate, three straight fights. Listen, it is what it is. The way it yeah. went down, the man fucking like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? I feel the same way about Mike Chandler. Shows up, the exact same shows up, did. takes the best of the best. You get flatlined, you get flatlined. Yeah. I mean, the why can't I think of his name? Masvidal. The flying knee, Masvidal. the Masvidal flying knee. It's rough. It just happens. 
it's rough when yeah. I mean. All right, listen, we're gonna move on to Jets and Giants, but this is this is what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna end it with this, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. He doesn't get flying need. I don't have the headphones on. He doesn't get flying need in that fight, and Askren wipes the fucking floor with Masvidal. We would have rolled him around on he the ground. He would have rolled him around fucking, yeah. like a little rag. He would have twisted him into a pretzel, dude. Like, like a ragdoll, but. Ben Askren is such a good wrestler. Askren wanted to take him down so bad that he was willing to give his face in the first three seconds of the fight. (laughs) And you know what I'm saying? He didn't have to rush. He didn't have to. He He just could have, like it again, he could have just waited back and not had this issue at all. But it is what it is. I guess I'll put the headphones on. Anyway, Jets or Giants first? Let's go Giants. How do you guys feel? I feel extremely neutral. Super mild. Not very neutral. Not as neutral as it gets. I actually feel a little bit worse because now I feel like Washington comes out of there by and beats us next week. Next next week. <laughs> That's how I feel. I'm about at it. the and that'll be the backbreaker. Like to steal that game at home, and we didn't. And now we're gonna pay. No, no, I don't feel like that, Brian. Oh, and I'll tell you why. Because right. we might be getting healthier. We might get McKinley Ooh. back. Oh uh, yeah. And yes. we might get a Dory Jackson back. Yeah, the defense. And yeah. Those are some kind of game changing players. And Heineke, huge, yeah. Heineke didn't really do much. We kind of, I mean, we lost that game. Yeah. We lost that game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Slayton catches that ball, game's over. Hundred ten percent. Like so, they're, they're, they're I think we gave that one away. Now, uh, there were reports that uh, maybe uh, Dable doesn't trust Daniel Jones because in overtime. When it was like, oh yeah, go for it. They kind of didn't go for it, and uh... okay. Yeah, we're good. Keep going. Okay. Um, and 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 I think that's obviously something to think about, but I don't know. I feel very mild about it. Yeah, they, I mean, they didn't eliminate themselves in the playoffs. The Giants. I mean, I guess that's good. I think they are still in the wild card right now, right? Like if it ended today, if it ended today uh, they could be. Yeah, right? I'm not positive. Again, it only gets tougher. You got the Eagles next week. What do you want me to say? We can't even look ahead to this game, Brian, because we got the Eagles next week. Yeah. So which is very got to take is very tough. Got to got to take care of business. Got to got to worry about what's in front of you. It's tough. It's tough. But I will say this, because I don't have much to say on the Giants. I will say this. I was very upset with the Jets. And I'm and I you're the guy, and I'm very upset. There was a lot of good, but it doesn't mean a whole lot to me because I don't fucking care about moral victories in the National Football League. What I certainly don't really like means nothing to me as a fan. I get it. I get it as an athlete or a former, you know, someone on that being in that situation couldn't even imagine. But as a low-level athlete, I understand the the angle. But the what Mike White said. We stared adversity right in the face and we responded. We just have to respond better. And then CJ Mosley said the same thing. Nobody ever had their head down. We were fighting the whole way. Like we never thought we couldn't handle this game when it was 20 to 3. I get that, but that doesn't do it for me as a fan that you fought. You're a fucking professional athlete. You're not supposed to mail it in. If it's 54 to nothing in the third quarter, you're not supposed to mail it in. You had a bad day at work today. Did you? Were you allowed to mail it in? Did we no. sub in? Did we sub in? <laughs> I wish the I backup, could. I wish the backup, the backup fucking I, I, business owner. No, I couldn't. I you could couldn't go to the backup. 
Couldn't mail it in. Maybe we gotta look for one in the draft next year. They're available. Yeah, I, know, I might use a pick on them. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest. But so, I did not like the play calling in the red zone. It was horrendous, horrendous red zone play call, especially given what Mike White gave you from the twenty to the twenty. Cannot figure it out for the life of me why we're running these silly little tap passes and uh, end arounds to Braxton Barrios. Not for nothing, why Braxton Barrios is on the f- good player, very good player for the Jets. Why he's even on the field in the red zone is complete fucking mystery to me. Why is not every single one of those Braxton Barrios design plays? Why are they not all going to Elijah Moore? Similar players, one's much better than the other. Maybe that's why I watch Braxton Barrios is very good kick returner, very it. good let's punt returner. Let's play a game real quick. Ready? The name game. I'm going to name an award, and you tell me who wins it. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Sauce Gardner. Yeah. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Garrett Wilson. Brees Hall doesn't get hurt. Offensive Rookie of the Year. Brees Hall probably. Okay, cool. So the amount of talent <laughs> that the Jets have, young talent on both sides of the ball, but specifically on the offense, and like you mentioned, 20 to 20, the big plays that they made in this game were insanity. And then they get to the red zone and they're like, never mind, we'll do screens. Third and 11 screen to Braxton Barrios. Dude, Let's, like, what are we doing? There's a number, I forget the exact number of how many plays have been run from the one yard line this year. It's like something in the, in the mid hundreds, you know? Only one of them has been run. I think it's on third and goal from the one. Only one of them has been run without a ba- uh, running back in the backfield, and that was the Jets on Sunday. Yeah. On the, I think it was the last play to Barrios, right? Fourth and goal. Uh, and not for nothing, yeah. he's got to catch that ball. Got to catch the ball. Yeah. Absolutely have to. Um, I watched some of the All-22. What's getting lost in the shuffle here, I think, is how incredibly big a lot of these Mike White throws were in the second half. Incredibly tough throws through tight windows. They had the smallest well, – not, not them specifically, I'm sorry. Garrett Wilson, eight catches, 164 yards, had the smallest window of being open in the NFL on Sunday, 2.15 yards. Wow. He averages 2.93. Okay. Okay, so Mike White earned another start, right? Yeah. Mike White, in yeah. my opinion, earned the rest of the, the rest year. Rest of the season, probably. Rest of the year. Rest of the year. Yeah. Especially he comes out and doesn't have a nightmare against Buffalo it, it this weekend. It just makes me mad because Salah or offensive coordinator, play whoever is the play caller. Michael Floor. He cost Mike White not the rest of the season. He cost him, like, the chance to be the guy. To be the guy in 2023? Yeah. It's not over yet, though. It's not over, I don't think it's like, over yet. And even if I think it's almost better for Mike White if Zach does get back in. Like, say Mike has a bad game against the Bills, which is very possible. Yeah. They throw fucking next game's Detroit or Jacksonville. I think it's Detroit. They throw Zach back in against Detroit, and he looks horrendous. And now we know it's Mike White. And it's not – it might not be Mike White next year, but it's not fucking – Yeah. This is, next, but, after that, you got the Lions. Yeah. Yeah. So they the put – The Lions look good, man. Put Zach back in against the Lions, it could be disastrous. But we're not gonna we're gonna take this the way everyone should be, one week at a time. Yeah. Let's not worry about who's playing quarterback in three weeks. We know it's Mike White on Sunday. They have announced that. Yeah. Okay. Zach's gonna be inactive again. Flacco's the backup. Mike White's the starter. Inactive. That's well because 
Pete, the reason he's got to be inactive is because the reason we're doing this is it. to break him down and rebuild him up and fix his mechanics. And he can't worry about fixing foundational shit, reteaching yourself shit that you've been doing since you were 12 years old, and prepare for an NFL football game. It's no, never going to happen. I agree. So I, I respect it. If Zach comes out as the starter in 2023 and has a crazy game in week one, all of a sudden we're going to look at this and be like, that was the where the Jets in the past would just play this guy until he was terrible, like Geno, and then let him go figure it out for a couple of years and turn it around on his own. Sal and Joe Douglas made the ballsy and right decision to fix it then. And then if it never works out and he doesn't play for the Jets again, they were able to admit early that they made a mistake, but this is still a good football team and we're moving on. Those are the two ways this is going to go. Either Zach's the starting quarterback next year or he's probably not on the roster. Either way, I think it's good on Douglas and Salah and whoever else is instrumental in these decisions because, like I said, it's either going to work out and we fixed it and good for us or we, we admitted that we made a mistake, which is the hardest thing to see in pro sports, especially the NFL, coming from a head coach and a general manager. Especially such a bad mistake as the number two overall pick in the draft, the first pick for Rob Sala. That's a hard mistake to admit after 20 starts. Mm-hmm. Offensive stats, you have them? Yeah, what are you looking for? The plays, time of possession. Total plays, you had 83 for the Jets, 66 for the Vikings. Um, time of possession. Um, T-O-P. I don't see it on here. What That's else fine. For? Yards. Total yards forty six for the Jets, two eighty seven for the uh, for the Vikings. Um, I might be able to get time and possession over here. Let's see. They doubled them up in offensive production. Yeah, I'm looking at that now. I just noticed the defense needs to be a little bit better. They played relatively good, especially throughout most of that second half. Got to be better. They had the one really bad breakdown to Adam Thielen, but they played enough to win that football game. The offense. Outproduced them, doubled doubled their production, and against I know people say we were saying at Minnesota thirty second ranked pass defense. They're not a great defense this year. Who was who who was more open? You watched most of the games with me. When were their receivers more open against Minnesota or against the Patriots in either game? Because the Patriots are like a top five defense. Their receivers were running all over the fucking field. They just got the pressure to Zach and he couldn't find the guy. Yeah. Nobody was open for a yeah, lot of this you're game. Comparing Zach now, it's hard. Well, I'm just talking about the receivers being open, dude. Because I think the receivers, right? I'm just talking about the guys being open downfield. Nothing to do with Zach getting the ball there or not. They made the plays. In there. Because the Minnesota defense, for everyone wants to, for the anti-Mike White argument, where it's the Bears and now the Vikings and two of the worst passing defenses in the NFL, and he only won one of the games. There were no touch, no touchdowns this week, and two interceptions. Neither one of them, I really think, were his fault. They both one definitely bounced off of no, but he had a tremendous rushing touchdown. I think he played great. Yeah, I think you give him. I think yeah, I, I think agree. I think there's. Another. I think there's nothing but flowers that Mike White deserves for the way he's played in the last. I two just games. think it's. I think that they gave that one up as a whole team. I think, and I know they they play the whole like we stare diversity in the face thing. Blah blah blah. I get all that. I think they gave that one away. And what about the last possession? The fucking field goals. The f- the yeah. second their second to last possession of the game, um, third and ten gets clobbered, absolutely smashed, laying on the ground. Looks like he's coming out of the game, right? Mm-hmm. And then comes in, throws that dart to Corey Davis on fourth and ten. Yeah. I've never seen a Jets quarterback in twenty five years get hit like that. 
look like they're going to go out of the game and then come up and complete a pass on fourth down with the game on the line. Yeah. Let alone, and that's one of the throws I'm talking about that I saw from the all-22 angle. You see the, the end zone angle of that throw, and you're like, oh, my God. Zipped it right through yeah. a window of three Vikings defenders. Whether he's the guy or not, it, he's like he's definitely making throws. I think he believes belongs in the NFL. Are there 64 quarterbacks better than him, you think? No. No. I don't think so. Are there 32? I mean, well, no, we're going to find out. I, Time's going to find out. Year, he may have found himself a nice backup spot or maybe a bridge. Here's the a, thing. And I said, this to you, I said this to you Sunday. Here's maybe the, the Panthers. Yeah. Here's the thing. And this is, what, this is the last thing I'll say on the Jets. <clears throat> Garrett Wilson at the end of the game went out of his way to say, I'm, I'm going to ride or die for Mike White. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. he was Pretty like, bright. right? I mean, that wasn't verbatim. said, so I'll go to war for that guy. Yeah. He's got something special about right. him. So now, if if I'm Garrett Wilson, and I like Zach Wilson, and I'm like, and, or I don't want to slight Zach Wilson, or whatever, right? And they say like, hey, how do you feel about Mike White? He could have said, he could have said, ah, I love all 53 of these guys. I'd go to war for any of them. Go, you know, with any of them, for any of them, whatever, right? He specifically said there's something special about Mike White. I would die for him. I'd go to war for him. Yeah. That's my dog. Okay. So we're we're literally denouncing Zach Wilson. And, and then you eyes. combine that with the training camp comments that he said Joe Flacco just throws an easier ball to catch. Do <laughs> you remember this? Do you remember this? No. He said no, this. He in, said that? He said it in training camp. Really? Yeah, they actually, yeah, because this was this when. He just doesn't like Zach Wilson. He said it in training camp that there was just something. I hold And he, he went out of his way then to say it's nothing bad about Zach, but the balls that Joe throws Joe throws just seem like easier to see or whatever. Something like that. I wholeheartedly believe that here's there, my, are, there are quarterbacks that throw more catchable balls. Here's my counter. Yeah. I believe that Zach Wilson had a touch issue from the minute he was coming out of BYU. He had an issue. issue yeah, but you touch. can learn touch. Yeah, no, it's all Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson's issues still to this point are still fixable. Yeah, hundred percent. It's what I'm concerned about with him, and we don't need to get into this. He's too quick to to bail. He's yeah, too yeah. quick to put his head down and bail, and to not be like fucking Lamar or Hurts. Yeah, but it's like even fine. You we you need the athleticism. We drafted him for his athleticism, but it's like sometimes the snap ball is snapped. His first read isn't <laughs> open. The blitz is coming. Right behind the blitz is Garrett Wilson or Corey Davis or Tyler Conklin with a, sitting in front sitting of him. There. But by the time he breaks over, Zach's head's here. And he's, he's reverse spinning. getting And he's – how many sacks has he walked out of? I said he looks like drunk Patrick Mahomes. Because yeah. everything up until the throw, well, you, the only other guy you see do shit like that really is Pat Mahomes, except Pat Mahomes throws the touchdown and Zach's yeah. throwing it four yards over the guy's head. Yeah. But – don't want to make this about Zach. I for oh the counterpoint to the Mike White comments and the everything that they've been doing so far. How how they love Mike White. Do we remember in training camp in the preseason, everyone was showing up wearing Zach Wilson is good shirts and Milf Hunter shirts, yeah. and everyone was loving Zach Wilson too. I think this team just rides for their guys. Mike White's the guy right now. He's in the spotlight, so they're riding for Mike White. As they no should. one has come out and said fuck Zach Wilson or I think Mike should be the guy long term. They're all handling it week by week, getting behind their guy, they and they're should. winning. Right. So I don't. I, don't, I think this is more about the team and and more really about Mike White for a guy who they were talking about maybe not making the final fifty three coming out of camp and only carrying two uh, quarterbacks and practice squatting him if if they could. 
to now being the starter and winning and, you know, playing as what? 600-something passing yards in two games? See, it says some. The only thing I'll say – I said that was my last statement, but the only, the, the only thing that amazes me is they, they went with Flacco to start the year and then didn't go back to Flacco, and Flacco didn't play bad. Right, but so the like a month before so this happened – Like a month before this happened, they elevated Mike White to the backup quarterback. No, I get it. Um, no, I, I, I'm, I'm good with that. But they must believe that from week three – when when did Zach Wilson take over? Five. Oh, that, yeah, okay. Like four or five. So, four or five, whatever. From Four, from week four. From the start of the season to four, when Flacco was the guy, from five to two weeks ago, they saw something in Mike White's progression that they were like, well, he jumps a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Yeah. So, there's something there, obviously. They see something. Because if they didn't, why would you not start... Mike well, White coming, is not crazy the, much more athletic than Joe Flacco. The book coming out was that Joe Flacco had a really good camp and a really good preseason, and I think Mike White struggled in the Giants game, or maybe the Giants game okay. is when he started to fix it, turn it back around. I think he, Mike White had like a bad camp, not a great preseason, and then started to turn it around in the Giants game. But at that point, they had, you know, like yeah, so yeah, far yeah, what we've seen, point, yeah. Joe's the guy. And yeah. Joe went one and two, right? One and two and had them – one, Two yeah. and one. Yeah, I think so. Beat, beat the Browns. Beat the Browns. Lost to the Ravens. Who'd you verse week one? Patriots. Bengals. Wasn't week three the Bengals? Week one. They beat both. The Bengals. No, they lost to the Bengals. They beat the Bengals last year with Mike White. All oh, right, right. Did know. you verse the Titans week one? No, they were versus the Ravens week one. Gotcha. Then then Cleveland. Who was the week three game? I thought they played Cleveland, but I could be wrong. Browns, Bengals, Steelers, they won. No, it was Ravens, Browns, yeah, Bengals. Week three, they lost to the Bengals, and then the Steelers games when Zach came back and had that great fourth quarter, oh, right. and it hasn't been great since then. That's his highlight of his career right now is that fourth quarter drive against the Steelers. Got the Bills this week at home. They have a lot of weapons on defense that they didn't have last time, but they're losing a major weapon on defense that they did have last time in Von Miller. Mm-hmm. Matt Milano's back. I think Jordan Poyer's back. Someone else back there in the secondary is back. Jets are up on Mike White, but down a maybe Michael Carter, and there's some other guys with some ticky-tacky injuries that may or may not play. See what it is. We gotta, we're going to go see how this team plays, and we'll take a week by week. Even if they lose because of what happened this past weekend, even if they lose to the Bills, they will still not be out of playoff contention because the Patriots and Chargers both only have six wins. So they'll still be in this thing if they lose. I think three out of the next five get them there. Ten wins? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Jets got – I mean, Giants got flushed. So they got – Next week. Yep. Really? Not this week. The yeah, Commanders game. Better, yep. Um, you got Buffalo this week, obviously, then Detroit, then Jacksonville, then Seattle, then you close the season out against Miami. Yeah, you got winnable games, for sure. Except for Miami. The Giants do Actually, not. Miami. Eh. You, never you never know. The Giants do not. You have winnable games. The Giants yeah. absolutely do not. But, does that wrap it up? Yeah, it's, it's time to go break, to... And then we'll guess lines. What up, guys? We're going to get you back to the show as soon as possible. I promise you that. But before we can do that... We have to make sure that all of our listeners are looking good and feeling better this fall with Saatchi D. De Niro. 
October 14th, Saatchi is releasing their fall 2022 collection. You want a hoodie that's nice and comfortable. You could wear it out when you're running errands. You could wear it out to the bar. You could wear it maybe when you're going to pick up a date. Whatever you want to do this fall, Saatchi's got you covered. These hoodies, they're pre-shrunk and it's an oversized fit. So basically what that means is you're going to want to grab one size down from what you would normally wear and you're going to be perfect. You normally a large, grab a medium. Normally a medium, you want to grab a small. It's very simple, very lightweight, very comfortable. We got a promo code for you. The promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, going to get you 10% off of your total purchase at checkout. SachiDDenero.com is where you want to go for that. Sachi De Niro, always authentic, never counterfeit. What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the show. And on the seventh day, the good Lord said, let there be lines, dude. So let's get wait, right into wait. it. I think we should just do this really quick. We are eliminated. Oh, in, in the Vampire League. Okay. We'll get the non-fun stuff out of the way. And I'm just going to say this. We're not, I'm not going to speak about it this week, right? Do we need to speak about it? We're eliminated. Do we still need to poach, right? Yeah. Yeah. We still need to poach. So should we just do it we first? Got one, this is the last week. Yeah. So should we just do it first, get it out of the way, and then next week we'll break down. Yeah. And I, I actually, I still have to add. Um, CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb for Devontae Smith it was, right? Really? We lost Devontae Smith? Uh, anyway. Yeah, you're right. We should have given away Tyreek Hill. Yeah. He was. We have a lot of talent at receiver. I know. That's why we gave it to Devontae. Garrett Wilson. Anyway. Um. So, real quick, they have Russell Wilson, Tony Pollard, Aaron Jones, DK Metcalf, Gary Terry, Travis Kelsey, Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry. Travis Kelsey, what are we I doing? I know, I know. So, we're going Gerald Everett for Travis Kelsey, for sure. And the pickups, I mean, I don't really... Do we need to make them to... A... We do. We do need to make one. What pickup. do we need? Ken Walker is out as of right now. Yeah. We have Bam Knight, right? We do. We do. I don't even know if we need a pickup. Or yeah, Jeff Wilson. Yeah, we, we don't need to make a pickup. I meant, like, is there a defense or a kicker that we need to replace? Oh. Well, I meant, like, are, yeah, are guys good? Do we need to replace them? Like, let's go Kansas City versus Denver. Yeah, I was going to say. Let's get sure. Out of there. All right, we'll take Kansas City's defense. That's all we need. And then who are we taking? Travis Kelsey. Oh, I didn't even see him. Forever. Right. Sounds like a plan. So we are eliminated. And, and next week's show, I will break down the playoffs a little bit more to give these guys their juicy matchups and stuff like that. Yeah, we can't just ignore it because no, wow, that no, would be no. stupid. It just sucks. And uh, it hurts. Yeah, dude. We're going to get it next year, though. Got to hand out some cash. Got to hand out some cash. <laughs> anyway, now we'll get some lines. Should I go or are you going to go? What do you want to do? We got Thursday Night Football. We got another absolute fucking showstopper as the Las Vegas Raiders are traveling to Los Angeles to take on potentially Baker Mayfield-led Los Angeles Rams. Maybe, maybe not. He's on the team. I got Vegas minus four and a half. I got Vegas minus five. I got Vegas minus four and a half, too. It's Vegas minus six. All right. Interesting. Here we go, right away. First game in the 1 p.m. slate, baby. CBS's game they love so much they refuse to flex it into Sunday Night Football. New York Jets traveling to Canada land to take on the Buffalo Bills. I got Buffalo minus 9.5. I got Buffalo minus 
I have a minus eight. Wow, I'm wrong. I'm wrong there. I got a minus four and a half. Minus nine and a half. Bing bong, baby. Why is there absolutely no respect all of a sudden? Which is, no, well, I mean, is there no respect though? Because remember, they were plus 13 and a half at home a couple of weeks ago. So. Oh, yeah, you're right. So home, my numbers so home field number advantage right. is almost worth four numbers. or five points I've, to Vegas. This is actually nine points no, better I than they were. I equated it to the Patriots spread, not the Buffalo spread. I fucked up. Well, that was silly of you. Yeah. Cleveland traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Bengal Tigers. I have Cincinnati minus three and a half. Cincinnati minus four. I have Cincinnati minus six. And it's Cincinnati minus six. Bing bong, baby. Just so you know. Houston at Dallas. Absolutely got to do something about that. Houston at Dallas. I have Dallas <laughs> in Jerry World minus ten and a half. Can you still hear it kind of? Yeah. Just move the bottom. It's not that easy, folks. <clears throat> I don't have headphones on, so I'll... I know, but tremendous, dude. Tremendous. Dallas Home minus run. ten. I have Dallas minus twelve. It's Dallas minus seventeen <sighs> on DraftKings. That's awesome. Houston's bad, so, bad. That's where we're. We can start having the who's the number one overall pick co- talk in Houston. Ten and a half. What'd you have? Twelve. 12. Okay. Minnesota Minus going one. to Detroit. We know we're not going to do this one because. Changed. Really? It's still Detroit, but it's actually minus two now. No fucking way. For real. It's right here. Vikings plus two. Don't be silly, dude. Don't be silly. They're not going to cover. I'm doing it. I don't give a fuck. You're taking Minnesota? Yeah, dude. Nah, dude. the best team in the NFC. Plus two. Plus two. The the best team in the NFC is playing the fucking Texans, dude. (laughs) This guy's so cute. He might be right. Cowboys fucking firing right now. Yeah, they're firing. I was being facetious. I actually thought it was ridiculous that people were talking about how big of a deal the 54 points was. Dog, Uh, with two minutes. Six weeks ago, Cooper Rush was the guy. Yeah. Dog, with two minutes left in the third quarter, it was twenty-one to nineteen against the Colts. Twenty-one yeah. to nineteen, and then a scoop and score, a punt return for a touchdown, and an inter- or am I thinking of Cleveland? Had no, the, that's Cleveland had this. That. Cleveland had the scoop and score. The but they had a pick six. Yeah, pick six, a fumble. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Explosion of points on defense. Fuck it. Jacksonville going to Tennessee. Just fired their general manager after second seven consecutive winning seasons. You saw this? Yeah, AJ yeah. Brown. AJ Brown came. Fucking out. incredible. Tennessee minus two and a half. Tennessee minus six. I have Tennessee minus six and a half. Um, it's Tennessee minus three and a half. Yeah, fuck you, wrong. Philadelphia going to MetLife Stadium to take on the New York Football Giants. I got Philly minus ten even. Me too. Yeah, I went too low. Seven and a half. Got to take your heart out of the kid. It's minus seven. Philadelphia. Ah, good for you. (laughs) Good for you. Ah, good for you. Baltimore going to Pittsburgh. Remember Lamar, one to three weeks with that PCL. For that reason, I have Pittsburgh minus one and a half at home. (laughs) Pittsburgh minus three and a half. I have Pittsburgh minus two, and it's Pittsburgh minus two and a half. So I'll take All right, BC 419. What do we got? Four to three to two. You're in last. Okay, Brian's in first. 
Actually, I hate that. Hey. Not for long, baby. Yeah, man. Listen, I've only won once this year. Uh, Jack has two wins. Do I have two? I might have two wins, actually. You might have two. I know Jack has two. Yeah, I, might I think have two. he has only one, right? Thought I had two, but I could. You could have two. I don't know. There's no ledger. Kansas City going to Denver. Let's ride. Kansas City minus 12 and a half on the road. I have a minus 12. I got Denver minus three. <laughs> Priceless reactions. <laughs> Kansas City minus nine. Yeah, that's Kansas City. I told you what is coming. <laughs> Let's get after it. Wow, dude. Now he's got foresight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm in it now. I'm in it. Tampa Bay traveling to San Francisco to take on the Brock Purdy-led Josh uh, Johnson-backed San Francisco 49ers. I got Tampa minus two and a half on the road. For who? Tampa? Yeah. What do you have? I have San Fran minus two and a half. I have San Fran minus three. It's San Fran minus three and a half. All right. Fine. I took a a shot. Carolina going to Seattle. Seattle in the twelfth man minus four. Seattle. Oh fuck! Keep going. Okay. I got Seattle minus three. I got Seattle minus five and a half. It's gonna be Seattle minus four and a half. So I think he's got. I had four. Would you have? Five and a half. Yeah. All right. Let's do the thing. Two games left. Elsino has five. Me and Brian are tied before. Miami. Going to Los Angeles to take on the Chargers. I got Miami on the road, five and a half. I have Miami minus six and a half. I have Miami minus three. It's Miami minus three and a half. <laughs> I get the point. Right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, you got, yeah, it. You got it. Someone better bing bong this bitch or I'm walking away with a crown. All right. Dude, I got so many of these things this year. It doesn't even matter to me. <laughs> yeah, watch this. I'm not not only that. I'm gonna bing bong this one. All right, let's see. All right, dude, let's see it. New England at Arizona. New England at Arizona. What do you got? New England is favorites. At minus, Go on. At minus one point five. I have Arizona minus one point five. Interesting. Interesting. I have a pick them. No, I have New England. I have New England minus three and a half. It's one and a half. Oh, Stop yeah. Stop it. It is. New England oh, minus one and a yeah. half. I'm telling you, dude. This kid should have had this foresight at 7 o'clock this morning. <laughs> no, yeah. 7 o'clock, 7.15, <laughs> All right, well. Uh, I told that, you. The ones I felt good about held me together, <laughs> you know? And the ones you didn't feel good about, they really didn't hold you together. But hey, it was a hell of a comeback. You know, you got. I don't know why I gave the Jets so much fucking credit. I don't know either. Didn't you just say you confused the fucking scumbags? Whoa, whoa! Take it easy. I might take a plus nine and a half. Yeah, I might take the money line. Whatever. Just to be silly. What you do? What are we doing? It's what you do. It's plus three forty on the money line. Hell yeah, it is. That's uh, yeah. We're gonna take another break before we do that. We breaking? Well, before we... We're not breaking. We don't have to. He was just asking if we were doing Thursday Night Football. I said yes after we take a break. I'll do whichever. Well, anything on the lines? Anything that caught you off guard? Oh. Uh, minus 17's Minus 17's bonkers. Wild. <laughs> they cover that. Um, 
Vikings plus two is interesting. Say, to me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Detroit covers, dude. I think Detroit covers. How's no sound? How's no yeah, sound? I, I How's side know. bet sound? All I'm saying is I understand Detroit's on a little but run. What? Vikings lost two games all year, what and one we, was to the fucking Eagles. Dude. What are we basing this on? I have no Why clue. Why are the Lions all of a sudden favorites? Because they're on a roll. They won four in a row, right? But so have the Vikings. It just doesn't make it, it just seems weird. It's like one of those things, like how you were saying, like Vegas always just knows. Yeah, they're trying to catch us. Like, what's happened? Is Kirk going to stub his toe, and all of a sudden we're going to have a back? They're trying to catch us and consider me caught, dude. I'm all in. That's it. When something care. this silly happens, Vegas knows something. Yeah, that's or if Vikings man. blow them out, we're like, how the fuck did we miss the sign? Yeah. I'm not asking you to squad ride it with me. <laughs> I'm betting, without a doubt, I'm rubbing my tummy for this. Without a doubt, I'm betting Minnesota mm-hmm. straight, because fuck a point, right? Fuck the points. Plus one ten on that. I like Pittsburgh on three game win streak. Yeah, I think the defense might be enough to keep. It's not the Ty Huntley coming out party. They just simply don't lose when TJ Watt plays. But then he get hurt again on Sunday. Yeah, but he's not. He'll be all right. Yeah, that's the thing. That's the fucking gimmick. I don't think we're understanding it. They don't lose when one defensive player plays. And it freaks me the and fuck out. the second out. he's not there, it all goes wrong. He, he should win Defensive Player of the Year. That's a good not point. Micah? No, every time that man's not on the field, they look <laughs> His fucking team loses. They look he is the most lost. valuable player. <laughs> they lost. They, need a they map, would have dude. not won one game all year if he was out for the season with a torn pec. Man comes back on half a year's notice with a torn pec, right? Sweet and he's man. like, I'm back. And we're like, hey, we're winning again. No big deal. Like everybody, Najee Harris hasn't stiff armed anybody Which all is like, year. Wasn't he supposed to be out for the year when he tore his pack? Yeah. And fuck, he's no. like, nah, I got a second opinion. Check it and out. He said, tape yeah. it up. His second opinion said, fucking steroids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do whatever well, you got to do to whatever. get yourself yeah. good. But, whatever you got to do. I'm not going to throw shade like that. But fucking Najee Harris can't get to the line of scrimmage. TJ Watt's back. He's barreling men over. Yeah. Just. Derrick Henry stiff arm to the ground. The earth moved. And then he was like, quick shake and we're out. 10-yard gains. What's going on? I don't know, but I do think Najee Harris is one of the worst starting running backs in football. Spicy. That man does not hit holes hard. It's not a bold statement, dude. Run back the tape. He dances and does four jump cuts like he's fucking Le'Veon Bell. Instead of running through a hole, you could drive a truck through. Watch back the tape and tell me I'm wrong. Third and three, there's a what wide open... He's bottom ten, you said? I just said he's one of the worst starting oh, running backs in the league. No, I can name fucking five worse. I can okay. probably name ten worse. I mean, we don't have to do that, but if you want to... No, I'm just saying. I don't know. D- difference of opinion. Watch the tape, dude. Their offensive line also... Get off a red zone once in a while. Good, right? Watch what happens from the 20 to the 20, you know? The rest of the game. That doesn't even exist in my mind, <laughs> all right? The 20 to the 20, I don't give a fuck what happens there, all right? The only thing that matters is the red zone. I don't give a fuck about most of football. <laughs> I only care football when it's exciting, is the only baby. sport that has literally become nothing more than a number to me at, at, from every aspect. <laughs> and fantasy football completely ruined it, and red zone completely pushed it along, Yeah. and now it's over. 
I don't care. And the football and the Super Bowl gets me excited because it's boxes. So nothing about football does it for me anymore. You are so close to just doing Sunday afternoon Jets Giants boxes at the local bar, dude. It's a you are fucking, so close. You're about point, to say it's a possibility. No, right? no, no. It's at this point, football is a part time job, and <laughs> all of the other sports are for entertainment purposes. Were you here when he asked if it was depressing to do that? What? So he did it off air, but he asked if it was like depressing to buy. T- Boxes for regular games. Yeah, hundred percent. Monday night football. Yeah. I didn't even know you could do that. Every Monday yeah, night you go to your Momos. local watering hole where degenerates spend time. Every Monday dude. night at Momos, they have. Yeah. yeah, I've never done it. They do Monday night football, Jets know. game, Giants game every week at Momos. I don't. Know. Yeah, I wouldn't probably. I wouldn't do that. There is a local. Bar That's degenerate there, tendencies, dude. <laughs> There's a local bar that they take twenty names out of the hundred boxes, and you give money, and then. They draw the the whole board, but there's only twenty out of the hundred filled up. And then if nothing hits, right, winner takes all. First one to hit gets it. Mm-hmm. If nothing hits, it you put all the money in again next week, and it just double downs. But you only went on half and final. Like that's the only chances you can win. You can't okay. win first and third. And the guy was telling me the other day. Now they're six weeks in. So the money is six weeks strong. Jeez, I don't know how much money he was putting in, but let's just say it's. Let's say it's twenty bucks. It's four hundred times six, so it's yeah. It's when you're sitting at a couple grand now, at waiting for a winner. That's a degen- that's degenerate tendencies, dude. Yeah. No, that is that is degen, dude. That is it. Degen- like, what are the tendencies? That is degenerate activity. Yeah, the tendencies you, are like they might like you might as well follow that up with they actually run this pool out of the center each OTB, dude. That's, that's like the yeah. kind of shit I, that I that that's come on now. It's too much, dude. Where else do you think he goes? I mean, see now the reading text message. Who? <laughs> oh, Judge. Yeah, I get that fucked up. I, my understanding was it was the Yankees or the Giants. That was my no. That's not what I. I'm, what else do you like? Is what I meant to oh, say. Um, and I read the text message out loud, and it's just uh, it's a walking disaster. So Minnesota, where were we before I got on the big tangent? So Minnesota. Oh, the Steelers. We were talking about Pittsburgh, yeah, yeah. So, Kansas City nine, you said. Loves Kansas City minus nine. Yeah. Fuck Denver, dude. Denver's bad. <laughs> dude, bad. I saw this stat today. Andy Reid off a loss. Peyton, no. Peyton Manning's first game for the Denver Broncos, he threw seven touchdowns. Russell Wilson has eight touchdowns <laughs> through thirteen <laughs> weeks. I got. I probably like Miami. I kind of like Carolina, dude. Four and a half point dogs. Yeah, Carolina's interesting. Very interesting situation going on over there with Sammy D. Very interesting. Hmm. Gotta love, uh, gotta love Cincinnati all the time. All the time, gotta love Cincinnati. Seventeen and three against the spread in their last twenty games. Jeez. Really? It's Joey Covers, baby. The man doesn't miss. Jackpot Joe Burrow. And I'll probably fuck with New England on Monday night. But, you know, that's all the way at the you end of the slate. You, you looking something up here? Yeah, if there's something good. Awful loss. Patrick Mahomes lost to Indianapolis. 
Then in Tampa, he went 262, three touchdowns, one interception. And then the next loss was Buffalo. He followed it up with 417 for three touchdowns and, like, one, and one interception. And that's against San Fran at San Fran. Yeah, Dyke City. Loses to the Bengals. I can only imagine he goes for 330. At least three and change and a couple scores. So I'm yeah, uh, that's what I'm gonna cook. I'm gonna cook that. I'm gonna cook uh Minnesota straight, Pittsburgh straight, so I'm scared. And <laughs> KC minus the nine. I kinda like that. Yeah. See, this is just my opinion, and I could be wrong, but I feel like they're cover proof. Like, you got Patrick Satan the second there, right? Yeah. And he's a really good cornerback. PS2. But it just doesn't matter against a Mahomes-led offense that they're just – everything is gadgety. Because, like, who's he following? And there's just a way that they're yeah. going to get the – Go they, ahead. Stay over there. Shut down McCole Horman, Juju Smith-Schuster, yeah. Sky Moore, whoever it is. Travis Kelsey is still good for 130 saying. yards. It doesn't matter. Touchdown. Yeah. And then when you go to play that coverage on everybody or zone or whatever you decide to do, cover four. I don't know how you cover those guys with multiple. You got you could have two guys streaking on either side, Sky Moore and Hardman, or with that cover four. Uh, what do you do for that? Right. And then, I don't know, dude. And then they're just like, back. <laughs> "Hey, Pacheco, here you go." Take yeah. his hand off, and he's like, "Oh, I'll rip it." Tanner. It's like, "Oh, by the way, I got four running backs." Okay, yeah. Yeah. so and they're all, that are pretty damn good. They're all, they're all average at best, so or at worst, rather is what I meant. Yeah, I mean, Clyde Ritzler hurt, whatever. Pacheco, I think he's gonna be pretty good. Yeah, uh, McKinnon, knock on wood, healthy, pretty good. Ronald Jones, not even talking, healthy. Fucking not beaten, war-torn Ronald Jones. Not touching the ball 18 times a game, Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones is absolutely going to have a week in the next five where he has 20, 20 carries. There's, it's it's going to happen. Yeah. Whether whether uh, McKinnon misses one game or Pachanko misses a game, and they're like, yeah, we're getting ready for the playoffs. Let's get this guy in for 20. Let's get, let's get him in for two scores. And then that's it. Then the playoffs come. We probably don't see him again. But he's going to have one of those weeks. I know it. Gonna have a game that reminds you of uh while well, well, he's the one who, who put down Doug Martin, right? Yes. He overtook Doug Martin yeah. and put him down when he yeah. back there. People forget. People forget very easily in the NFL. It's funny how running backs is weird though. Running back, yeah. Not just running backs though. Yeah. It's crazy. You go and like go and pull like the all pro team from five years ago. I bet you how many guys you'd be like, Oh my god, I forgot about him. Right. Like, you know what's weird? I'm watching this isn't about um <clears throat> Chiefs, but I'm watching Alvin Kamara fade to oblivion. It's the way it's going. Yeah, it's which is a fucking story as old as the sun, dude. Yeah, no, I know. Just, I mean, it's not that I didn't expect it. I expected it. I tried to move him in, in, in my dynasty leagues. <laughs> but watching him, and who's the guy that's, uh, that's taking over for him now? Taysom Hill? No. Mark uh, Ingram? No. He's a wide receiver, but he's like, they're using him. And he scored. He they're doing Saints things. Where you can tell how dialed in I am to Saints football this year, right? No, no, the I whole think. thing is Dennis Allen, disaster. Andy Dalton, disaster. My, my Taysom is, Hill, disaster. No pronunciation skills, and that's the real issue here. Rashid Shahid, that one's pretty easy. No, no, I just didn't know. Uh, I just didn't know his name yet. He's been taking 
man's a lightning bolt. Mm. And he's a wide receiver, but they've been using him in the backfield. And I just, you just slowly see it. Like, wow, we're just moving away from this dude. So it sucks. I feel it in my bones. You all right? And that's all I got to say. So it's Chiefs minus nine, Steelers straight, Vikings straight. You're going to lock that in on Thursday? We'll see how he feels on Thursday. You don't got to lock it in. Yeah, yeah things might change. crazy happens. Lines might move. Minnesota becomes favorites, and then he's like, fuck! Yeah, and then you're like, oh, something's going on here. And then I'm like, hammer Detroit, oh, plus one, 155. That's what they want, what they want to happen. They want 70,000 people to be like, we Detroit! Saw a move. And, then... and I'll be one of them. You know why? Because Jamal Williams is fun. Yeah, Jamal Williams is pretty cool. Yeah. Anything else, Brian? No. Are you all tapped out over here? feel like you came alive in the second segment of the show. Did I? I think I did. A little bit. Kind of eased your way into it. You won that fucking guess the lines and you were like, yeah, you hulked up. Well, you know, there's little victories. Throughout Every the W Sometimes is a W. Sometimes you don't get any victories till 7.30 at night. So <laughs> Sometimes it takes 12 hours. So at that, when that <laughs> when that happens. Sometimes you just get your head kicked in. When that happens, they're straight. magnitude. Like they're, they're magnetized. Mag- they're, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. A lot of do or dies out there. I just want to say uh, to everybody that uh, good luck to everybody on all your fantasy Oh, last week of fantasy football. Whether it's playoffs and for a lot of people. And your league doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Or this is the last week and your league does know what they're doing. That's completely up to you. Also, if it is the playoffs this week for you, definitely fire your commissioner. (laughs) Because get a new league. There are so many buys this week. Yeah, what are you doing? It's just not right. No. It's just not right. And if you do two-week playoff formats, fuck yourself. Yeah, it's also... One week and go. Pretty loose. One week and go, dude. Yeah, that's pretty lame. We're not doing... That shows me you have no confidence in the do or die of your team, the mentality. There's just, you know... Well, then then I know it's for real and it wasn't a fluke. And it's a playoff game and you start two different quarterbacks? I don't fuck with that, dude. Yeah, Yeah, don't No way. Don't care. No chance. One fucking game. One week. Mm -hmm. Hit me with your best shot, dude. I'm all in on that. I like that. So anyway, good luck to everybody that that is that is in that position. We're both in that position. Yeah. So me and Jimmy play. Winner gets in. Loser probably. Goes uh, loser needs help so. to stay in, but loser's not eliminated. Yeah, Brian's in. That's uh, you know. I'm in all three. All trace. The all trace teams. Brian started dead in the water and is now in fourth place in the league. And I started four and zero, and I'm now fighting for my I'm life. I'm in three out of five. <laughs> that would be. I'm in three out of five, but one is the Barley Boo League, so I'm really in three out of four. Like the ones of the Vampire yeah, League. True, that's right. So if you take the Vampire League out of it. I'm not in the Parlay League, so technically I'm not in one. So if you take the Parlay Vu out of it, I'm three of four. Um, but I view that as a group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you're not counting the Vampire League, I'm one for one. You got to get yourself in more leagues. No, I don't. You don't have enough stress. No, I don't. Dude. Yeah, you don't have I don't have enough time, dude. There's I don't have enough time to be stressed or... about bullshit, dude. Ah, whatever. Two Dynasty Leagues. Very excited about him moving forward. Trade away Garrett Wilson for yep. Devontae Adams. Adams. So what are you going to do? Yeah. See, now, the other league, right, with the Damian Harris deal, that's a win. So you got to look at it that, you know. Got to take the crookeds with the straights, dude. And the other thing is, I was going, I was going through this. All right, this is how we're going to close the show, we're not closing the we show because we have to take a break though. and then do Thursday Night Football. But continue. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. 
<laughs> fucking okay. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> See what I'm saying? He's all wound up, dude. Hold on. All right. All right, ready? You can only keep 16, so get your little fucking dados out. Start counting on your fingers. Ready? Okay. 16 players is the most you can keep. You just tell me if you keep them or no, okay? Mahomes. Yeah. Jeff Wilson. Damian Pierce. Devontae Adams. Jamar Chase. Alvin mm-hmm. Kamara. Uh, Foster Monroe. No, that's that's no no finger off, right? Uh, Bo Knight. Bam Knight. Bam Knight. Fuck him. Bo- Who's Bo Knight? <laughs> Bam Knight. I have to keep the kicker and I have to keep the defense, so you gotta lock those two in, two separately. You did that right. Gotcha. Naheem Hines. Alexander Madison. Gainswell. Odell Beckham Jr. Jarvis Landry. Rondell Moore. Mike Williams, Jerry Judy, Najoku, Isaiah Likely. This is Dynasty, right? Isaiah Likely, McCole uh, Hardman, and Javante Williams. So I, I only got to 13. I got you at nine. You got nine? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because I said no to Madison. I said no to Madison. I said well, no. you would now. I With said, 13 left, you would add. Oh, yeah. You would add Madison. You would add, right? But it puts me in a precarious situation here. I also didn't add. Um, I didn't Foster. keep. I didn't keep. No, definitely not, Merle. I didn't keep um, McCall Hardman because he's coming up on a contract. So. Yeah, so realistically, four have to go from this. So Hardman, Beckham. I mean, I'd let Odell go. I'd, I'd let Juice Landry yeah, go. Yeah. One of those tight ends has to go, so... I would keep likely. And Are we building towards the future, or are we trying to win? Because well, we're in first now, so it's tough. Because one of them's got to go. Um, here's the thing with Isaiah Likely. If Lamar goes at the end of the year, they're probably going to shift back towards more traditional style of football, and there's not going to be three tight ends on the field for 80% of the snaps. And now Mark Andrews isn't going anywhere. So... It gets rough. You got to see what's going to happen with the style of play. Yeah. I feel like style of play gets overlooked the most in fantasy football. That's why Dynasty is so fucking great. See, that's what I'm saying. I just cut, I cut yeah. Kenny, Kenny Galladay. Like people will just look and be like, oh, league. I don't want to say Amari Cooper because he has actually worked out good this year, but it's a good example. People look at Amari Cooper like, oh, Amari Cooper, you know, he's been a great player. Let me go take him in the fifth or the sixth round of a fantasy draft. But then it's like, well, he's in Cleveland, and Jacoby Brissett is the quarterback. And even without that, they're built. They have Kareem Hunt and um, Nick Chubb, and they play very good defense, and they run the ball. So like, didn't even talk about how bad he looked. Oh, (laughs) we can do that quick before we go into the break, if you want. I mean, I mean, we all were kind of we were all kind of on it that they weren't going to do without the Browns. Unbelievable defense. Well, th- this is what I was saying before when I was talking about the Cowboys. It was the Browns. Pick six, scoop and score, punt return for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. They won that game, whatever the final score was. 24. 24 to... Uh, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Didn't score an offensive touchdown. Well, didn't they have a safety, too? Might have had a safety, whatever. too. But they did not score an offensive touchdown the entire game. Deshaun did not look good, and we knew this. It's been over 700 days since he's played a football game. I'm sorry, 27-14. He looked bad. But what did we expect? He He hasn't worked. I think he looked worse than I expected him to look. No, I don't feel that way. 
Okay. I didn't have any feelings going into it. I would have felt yeah. like he looked worse than I expected him to look if this was a team he played on even last year. You know, like if this was still Houston and he was coming back from not playing for two whole years and all of his guys were still there and he looked that bad, I'd be a little confused about it. But this is a brand new team, brand new weapons, brand new guys. From the end of preseason until week 11, he's not even allowed in the building. You're not allowed to speak to guys. You are on your fucking own, dude. Yeah, but you're not throwing, dude. Fine, he's throwing, but he's not throwing to Amari Cooper or throwing to Donovan Peoples-Jones or throwing to... How many... We talked about it with Matt Stafford last year. They went and got fucking coffee and breakfast every day at 5.30 and threw the ball a thousand fucking times before practice started. Okay, all I'm going to say is one thing, and then that's it because I don't know. I don't know. I, I didn't play. The fucking... A fighter, when he fights somebody, he fight. they bring in people that match their styles. Right? Okay. Like, oh, I'm fighting Naganu. I'm going to bring in guys who are Naganu's size, who who are throw like Naganu, who have the same R, mimicking Naganu, right? We're really not, like, saying, oh, um, um, a lot of our plays are drag routes, and Amari runs a drag route typically, and Amari's this fast. So let's get you on the practice field no, with guys a, like that. A hundred percent. But still, every person is different. He looked like and dog shit. It's Different when, like, on air, everyone, Zach Wilson looks like a fucking all pro on air, dude. Like, he got dry, he jumped th- at least two, not if not three quarterbacks that he shouldn't have jumped yeah. off of one fucking pro day throw on air, dude. A lot of people look great on air. Well, you got to have a defense in there. Like, you know, he's not even throwing against his own defense in practice since fucking training camp, yeah, I preseason. I just thought he'd look a little better. Not that I had, I actually had money against him, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. All right, whatever. We'll take a break. We'll go to Thursday Night Football. Hello, beautiful people. As you all know by now, it is football season, the best time of year. But what that also means is that it's fall. And fall is also another great time of year, specifically for fans of Stay Thirsty Company. Why, you ask? Great question. Because all month long through the month of October, Stay Thirsty is doing Droptober. What that means is every single Friday for the month of October, They're dropping brand new products, brand new gear, brand new merch, hats, hoodies, t-shirts, whatever you could possibly imagine, you could get it at Stay Thirsty Company, all right? And I'll do you one better. Today, for our listeners, we got a 15% off discount for you. 15%, I know, we're basically giving it away at this point. All you've got to do is go to staythirstyco.com. That's staythirstyco, S-T-A-Y-T-H-I. I-R-S-T-Y-C-O dot com. And when you get to check out, you put in promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, for 15% off your total purchase. Stay thirsty, co. Drop the O-Y and focus on you. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. As always, best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors. You're supporting the show. You're supporting the boys, helping us get out of the basement, chase a dream. All you got to do to help all of that happen is Go to the sponsors, use promo code HAVOC at checkout, social media, HOH Podcasting, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Thursday Night Football, we got an absolute fucking showstopper, barn (laughs) burner of a matchup, Las Vegas Raiders taking on the Los Angeles Rams, the Rams, including this Thursday night, have five standalone games remaining in the year. Okay. It's awful, what do you mean, okay? Okay. 
What do you mean five standalone games? What do you mean by that? Like there's no other game on when they play. Oh, oh. I didn't know what you meant. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know what you meant by that either. Like oh, it's either prime time. Watch it. It's either a prime time game or they have one of the Christmas Day games this year. Like they have. You know what? I really. You know what? When did they play last they week? When did they though. play last week? They can't flex Christmas Day. That's done, dude. When? No, uh, they can't. No way. No. When did they play last week? I hope they play. Because I'm thinking about it now. There's only four weeks left. So was it Monday night? No. No, that was Colts. Uh, Steelers, right? Last Monday. So maybe it's only four because there's only four know, weeks I, left. I know, I right? 14, 15, 16, 17. Oh, no. There's five weeks left. So I think it's five going forward. Okay. Absolutely abysmal. I'll tell you right now. We said the line was what, Brian? The line is going to be uh, minus six for the Raiders. Tremendous. I'm going to take Vegas minus six. Devontae anytime. Josh Jacobs anytime. That's, I like Devontae. That's my action, dude. I'll let you know where we're at right now. Let me pull it up for you. So, ooh, they put their pictures next to it on. Yeah, things fucked now. up. Look at that. So, ten, uh, this Thursday, they're Thursday night game. Week 15, they're Monday night game. Week 16, they are the – I just had it. Where to go? They are the – That's Christ- Christmas Day, right? Christmas Sunday night game. Well, Sunday, 4.30 game. And then week 17, they are da, 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 the Sunday Night Football game. And then week 18, they are help not playing. <laughs> they are 1 o'clock. Thank the fucking Lord. So, yeah, you're right. Five in a row. And the sixth one is the last week of the season. Love that. Good stuff. What, um, did someone throw that together for me and get odds on that? Oh, yeah. I was actually doing that right now. Oh, it's cool. gonna be. Uh oh, this fucking hold on, forgot the same game parlay it. So you're actually gonna move down to five and a half on the same game, at least for DraftKings. It looks like it's incredible. Um, and then we got Jacobs, we got Adams, and that's gonna take it to plus three thirty. Jacobs anytime, Adams anytime. Raiders minus five. Raiders minus five and a half is plus three thirty. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, I mean, I'll take it, you know. Um, They're fucking garbage. I'll play the Raiders up to seven. Seven and a half is when I might start getting dicey. Seven, seven and a half is where I'd play them, too. Um, but plus 330, I'll take it. I Those, Cam think. Akers is plus 155, and they're handing uh, him the ball. I don't so. know about all that. Um, yeah, I just don't know how much scoring the Rams are going to do. Yeah, I know. It is wild, though. I'd still like Van Jefferson plus 320. Like, so... Outside of Cam Akers, the first seven players are Raiders with the, with the lowest odds. It's not until you get to – I'm sorry, six rather. It's not until you get to Higby. Yeah. Plus 280. And I just feel like betting on Skoranek <laughs> at plus 320 <laughs> is fucking wild to me, dude. Light your money on fire. How about that? Guy's playing tight end and fullback. Jacobs and Adams both plus 550 for first. Dude, I would rather take Derek Carr at plus what is yeah, that? Plus eight fifty yeah. than any Rams players. How's that sound? I'd rather take Carr on a naked boot or a fucking QB sneak. What about over no way, no chance, dude. They're they're miserable. The Rams are a miserable football team this year. And even if Baker, like whether Baker, I think Baker's done personally, stick a fork in him, it's over with for as a starter. Apparently what I saw was he would be willing to sign there as a backup next year. 
So, what are we doing this year? Is he playing this year? Or Baker? Gonna, yeah. I mean, yeah, he got claimed on waivers, but he's like, you know, he's so a free agent Stafford at the end of the year. Retire, <clears throat> uh, who knows? Who knows? We know Dar- Donald probably is like, all right, I came back, and for what? You know? I'll well, probably go over in this game. Over 44? Yeah. Based on what? The Raiders come out heavy and then take the, the, ta- the gas off a little bit? Rams come back. Rams find a way to get one. Yeah. Derek Carr give him one. Yeah. Is this the Derek Carr's going to yeah. give him one bet? Which I'm all for. Like, more often than not, Derek Carr will throw teams into the game. I give you your stats. Raiders have failed to cover the spread in each of their last eight games as road favorites. This is different, though. <laughs> this is a bad team. This team is a dumpster fire, dude. It goes so far beyond bad. The Rams are on a six-game losing streak. Rams first drive result touchdown plus four hundred. Dude, no chance. If they, I understand that because it's not going to happen. No, I just think it's crazy that it's that high. How about this? Let me hit you with this, Chief and Chief. Um. If the Rams don't get two more wins this year, they will have the fewest nut total of wins this season after winning a Super Bowl in the history of the NFL. The 1985 Giant, or 1987 Giants had five wins, and I forget the other team had five wins. Rams currently have three. So if they don't get to five or better, they're going in the record books for all the wrong reasons. For a bad record. And then who knows? McVay could go retire and fuck off and do TV at 39 years old, 40 years old, however old he is. Stafford could go retire and spend time with his family. Aaron Donald sure is shit going to retire. How instantly do you think he regretted that decision to not to come back? Probably around week like, two. Yeah, I was going to say week two maybe. It's it's and it's a sad state of affairs because they're struggling in Los Angeles with football in general. Yeah, every fucking game there is an away game. The Chargers and the Rams got to play 17 fucking away games every year. It's <laughs> ridiculous. So it, it could get it, – it's going to be a sad situation in Los Angeles going forward on both ends of the spectrum because it, the Chargers were so beloved in San Diego. They got to be killing themselves right now. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Los Angeles Chargers just doesn't hit, hit the scene. Well, they used – I think they, they were, then they left, right. and they came the San back. San Diego Chargers just – they're another team that's just awful. Absolutely awful. <clears throat> Quarterback having a Herculean effort in a in <laughs> Herculean performance in a losing effort with a bad offensive line and less than stellar receiver help. Who does that sound like? Justin Herbert. Yeah, but before Justin Herbert. Oh, you're talking about Philip Rivers. Talking about yeah, Philip Rivers, Phillip dude. Rivers. Yeah, it's just some shit doesn't change, bro. Leopards don't change their spots, you know? <laughs> And that's what the Chargers are as an organization. They're one giant leopard. It does got, feel like they lose games the same way they were losing games. It's just the same the fucking purpose. story with them, dude. Just the same old song and dance. Social media quarterback Justin Herbert. Yeah. You got any more silly facts? No, they weren't good. Here's a fucking <laughs> fact for you. I want to take the Raiders to make the playoffs. <laughs> that's what you're looking at right now? Mm-hmm. Three game win streak, five and seven. Thursday night game versus Rams should be a gimme. 
we in agreement or we don't? We don't agree. Yeah, it should be a gimme. Then they play the Patriots. Yeah. I mean, I get it. It's there. I just... Dolphins, if Jets they get in, the Jets right. probably don't get in. They're plus 700. The Raiders? To make the playoffs. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I just... They don't get in and the Jets get in, right? What are the... No. No way. What are the Giants' odds? So I can't do it. Can't be, can't be tremendous. Give me the number. What were the Jets? Well, uh, well that's, I'm going to make you guess that, too. So, no. Oh. <laughs> so, that's a big no. I will give you... Oh, you're asking for us to you, guess? I will give you... A, you can you can pick another team, and I'll give you their number, and then you can base it off of that. Fine. What are the commander's odds? Yeah, there you go. You're such a fucking smart motherfucker. Yes is minus 165. No is minus... Um, no is plus 135. I would say for the Giants, yes. Plus 350. Yes. Giants are say 250. You're saying yes to make the playoffs is minus 250. Oh, yeah, sorry. Plus, yeah. Plus 250. Plus 250. Plus 250. Minus 120. Oh. Really? No. No way. I don't feel that confident. No way, Jose. It's the Jets. Do you need a, a warm-up team or you feel good? You're no. Good. No, the Jets have like a... Thirty-eight percent chance of making the playoffs per ESPN stats and info. I'm gonna go with plus one ninety. I was gonna say plus one forty, but I don't know. To make the playoffs is plus one hundred. Plus one hundred. To not make the playoffs is minus one twenty. Wow. Even money on the Jets to get in the offs, huh? And then great, you know what? You know if the playoffs, if the season ended today. Wild card. Jet. You know what the reward is for the Jets after 10 fucking years of terribleness? Guess what the reward would be? Arrowhead Stadium. Pat Mahomes. Say, yeah. That's what All the right. fucking what the reward would be if the play, if it ended you, today. Let me hit you with something stupid. 49ers to miss the playoffs. Brock Purdy. Plus 400. Plus 550. Plus eight fifty. Plus eight fifty. Wow. So they're like, yeah, it'll be good. They'll be fine. Which I think they will be. Defense yeah. travels. Running game travels. The playbook's not built for a quarterback that that really depends on the quarterback. No. Kind of just. As long as this is an offense throws, that's been orchestrated by Jimmy Z, Jimmy yeah. G to get them this far. You know. Here's a wild one. It's not like they lost Tom Brady. Yeah. Tom Brady. Tom Brady to make the playoffs is. It's got to be like minus 285. Minus 170. Minus 750. 750? That division's so bad. The division, yeah, that's a good point. They're the division leaders, so they have yeah. to get in at 6-6. Six and six. Yeah, And they got a big good. win last night. And they, I forgot. Some would say uh, yeah. huge win. Some would say huge. Let's see a few others. Let's see. Packers. I don't even no, we don't care about that. Right? I don't want to do that. What about the Lions? Two games out. Plus, uh... What that just tells me is that it's not worth it. So it's probably no more than plus 220. No, it's plus 700, the Lions. Wow, really? Yeah. Miami Dolphins to make the playoffs. That's got to be minus three. Minus 650. Damn. But it's plus 450 for them to not make the playoffs. Which... Well, you're betting on the wheels falling off there. Seattle to not make the playoffs. Mike White comes to town and fucking. Where's Seattle in this in this game here? 
I don't I don't know about all that. What? Seattle did not make the playoffs. Is plus three hundred. Well, the NFC is awful this year. But the Commanders are literally right there. Yeah, but uh, Commanders and the Giants are going to cannibalize each other, yeah. Interesting. What that is is a scheduling gift. You are now in a situation where you just do what you got to worry about because they're they're at a point now where they both can't get in over them. As long as you keep winning, the Giants and Commanders both cannot remain in over you because they have to play each other again. So it's up to you still. Now if you drop one this week, now – we got a situation. Say you drop one this week, the um, Eagles take the Giants. Mm-hmm. Now we got a situation where maybe both of them could get in over you. You know. All right. Here's what here's the door how, opens here's back up. Ready? Super Bowl exact. Okay, you got to name the team in the East and name the team name the team in the AFC and NFC. Hold on. I want the lowest odds. Give me the correct lowest odds. It sits at plus fourteen hundred. Minnesota, Kansas City. That seems easy. Kansas City's definitely one of them. Wrong. I mean, Buffalo, Kansas but... Kansas City's one. No. Was it Buffalo? Buffalo is one. Buffalo's one in the AFC. Is it Buffalo, the Philly? NFC. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the one against the one? I thought you were trying to trick me. No, I'm just, you know. Throw out a Super Bowl combination, and then we'll get out of here. Kansas City, Minnesota. Okay. Got to find it. Got it. Am I trying to guess what the odds are? I don't. I have no yeah, idea. You can if you I have want. no idea what the range yeah. is on this. Six thousand. Kind of Six thousand. Um, not that I hate going to the Super Bowl, but just for shits and giggles, give me Chiefs and the Cowboys. Bengals and Cowboys are sixty-five hundred. And Chiefs and Cowboys are 40, 4,500. Interesting. Just so interesting. Hmm. I don't know. I think I might I might fuck around and make a Cincinnati to win Super Bowl bet. Mm. Oh, I got you. Don't worry. Fuck, I did it again, you fucking scumbag. Plus 1,200 for Cincinnati. Mm. Yeah, I might fuck around and take that. We'll see how the week goes. See, this to me makes me want to fight somebody, okay? I'm going to go in order from the favorite to the least favorite, okay? Bills, everyone feel good? Yeah. Yeah. Chiefs, everybody feel good? Yeah. Eagles, everybody feel good? Yeah. Cowboys, everybody feel pretty good? Yep. 49ers plus 1,200, everybody feel good? Yeah. They are tied with the Bengals at plus 1,200. Yeah, I feel feel fine about all that. Okay, good, good, good. Bucks at eighteen hundred. <sighs> Give him the respect of Brady, I guess. I just don't feel that way. Above, uh, above the Vikings. Here's the thing, though, right? The Bucks are in a situation here where they're going to wind up backdooring themselves into the four seed, which gives them a playoff game against the home, a home game. Yeah, it gives them a home playoff game, and it would it could be the Giants or the Commanders. So they're essentially getting themselves a fucking week one bye. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. You don't think the Giants could beat the Bucks? No. I do. I don't. 
but that I'm sure we may have a chance to have that and conversation that's Seattle, down the road. First of all, it would also yeah, I mean Seattle it would, would be Seattle right now. Yeah. Whatever. I'm taking the Giants to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> all right. I'm throwing all some right. scratch on it, dude. Anything else? Dude, ten wins, fifteen hundred. Let's blow the show up. Let's go. Let's blow it up. Brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi D. De Niro, Stay Thirsty Company, Dino Skate Park, Justin's Shop Shop at West Hampton Beach. Peace out. Stay tuned.